Welcome back, everybody, to the Prefer Not to Say podcast. Mm-hmm. You're sitting here listening to your boys. Once again, full effect, dropping them knowledge bombs. Yeah, so today's episode is uh, one I like to call Professional Courtesy, Professional Curse. And it's we're, we're going to talk about the kind of privileges that higher-ups and companies get that, you know, the grunt workers don't get to <laughs> enjoy. We're inciting class warfare. That's what's going on here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I mean, who doesn't want to eat the rich these days? Honestly. Uh, This first section is going to deal with what happens at the end of employment at a, you know, whatever company one may work for, where a general worker either quits or gets fired. Quits, gets fired, laid off. I mean, yeah, or gets laid off. There's an entire spectrum of losing your job. None of it's good, no matter no matter which way you look at it. Like you, you go to a new employer and they're like, "Why'd you quit? Why'd you get fired? Why were you laid off?" It's all bad. Yeah, yeah. They ask those like terrible questions. You don't even know how to answer. You don't work for your previous employer anymore. Are you the devil? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, there was a 2012. I worked five different jobs, and then when I like after that, I would go to jobs, job interviews, and they'd be like, "So I saw you bounced around a lot. What was going on there?" And I'm just like. I found better jobs and just left those other jobs. Mm-hmm. Don't give me a reason to leave and I won't leave. Honestly. But if you're higher up, especially if you're like, you know, really top, like if you're like the general manager of a location or the uh, you know, CEO, you either quit or if you screw up, you, a- you get asked to resign. Yep. You don't get fired. You don't get the black mark on your history. You get to walk around and say, oh, I resigned because whatever reason you want to make up. Yeah, it's. That's not the way to do it. It's almost like, and this is an extreme case, because you think about it, if somebody screws up and they're asked to resign, they're just going to go to another company and screw that company up. Yeah. It's similar to, uh, and this is this is a very extreme case. I don't want to liken the two because they're not. In recent years, there was a whole uh, sex scandal thing as far as coaches and uh, girls gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And if it's brought to attention and there's accusations made, they just send them off to somewhere else. So it's almost like in the in the Catholic Church when you know they're like, oh, the priests are the diddling little boys. They they don't send get them removed. to a different they church. Just, yeah, they just send them to new locations. It's like you're not addressing the issue or getting rid of this person. If anything, you're just allowing them to scar other people. Yeah, and it's it it's much like you're terrible at your job. You're just going to be terrible at that job. Like when I worked for a particular company, and their general manager got let go, he could just get another job of that status anywhere else and he was he was awful at his job too it's like at what point do you just say hey no you shouldn't be doing this anymore Mm -hmm. i feel like everyone should start at the ground floor of every company regardless of their experience or education if you don't start down there in the grunt shit then like i I don't respect you oh i walked in off the street and i'm everyone's boss no (laughs) fuck out my face you don't know what it's like yeah it's just mind-blowing because you could get a regular employee could just get fired for no reason Mm mm-hmm or something that wasn't intentionally their fault. It may not be the same like across the country, but at least here in Michigan, it's an it's an at will state, so they absolutely legally need no explanation. They just be like, "You're fired." Why? Because yeah, there's actually <laughs> lawyers warning against that. Like, don't don't take that for what it is and how you want to interpret it, because there are things that people can do for the people that can afford a lawyer, the people up there again, you know, the, yeah. the privilege, the <laughs> people, at the, the people at the bottom who do get treated like that, they don't have the knowledge or the uh, resources to approach that angle. You know, if somebody who's entry level gets terminated somewhere and they're just like, yeah, we just fired you because then it's like, fine, fuck it. And then they go work somewhere else. I don't know better. 
Yeah, or or you know they they try to claim like they dissolved that position or some other random excuse. Oh, we don't need this position anymore, so we're getting rid of you. And then two weeks later, they replace you. <laughs> yeah, turns out we did need it. Sorry. <laughs> I still will forever love the post somebody made like the interaction. Oh, this person will uh, quit, or they got let go. They're like, oh, are they gonna are you gonna replace them? That position is kind of important. LOL. No. <laughs> More employees quit. Dude, everybody's quitting. That's nuts. I don't understand it. I think it just goes along with the thing that most places will treat you like you're replaceable. Or they treat you like this is the only job you can get. Like you should be grateful that you have this position you have. I've been at a couple of places where they've done that. And it's just like, no, I could I could literally walk out of here and go somewhere else. That's one thing I'd like to tell everybody, you know, is you got to know your worth. You got to have that confidence to like, if you're really dealing with a lot of bullshit at your workplace, you're not going to die. If you quit today, you're not, you're going to find a way to survive and then you're going to find a new place to work. You're going to, you're going to exist to see tomorrow. So don't like treat that place. Like it's the only thing keeping you alive. Yeah. That's that weird thing about employee mentality though. You're almost, it's almost like Stockholm syndrome. Like you just, you deal with all the nonsense because you don't think you can do better or, or you're content or comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been there myself. You know, I, I quit a job because they were basically treating me like shit. And I was like struggling to find a new one with relative speed. So I, you know, started selling my expensive electronics and shit. I still made do, you know, and I just bought the stuff again when I, <laughs> when I had the money for it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've, I've done stuff like that before. Point is, is like, fuck it, quit, go work somewhere else. Go somewhere where you're respected. Or, you know, if you have a lot of friends who work at places. Yeah, because then you'll at least enjoy the time there. Yeah, if you work directly with them. I I had that once. I worked at a place that I hated, but I was working with cool people. Like, I had friends there, and then I made friends with everybody, and we all hated the job. So it was like, we would always talk about, man, what would we do if we just all walk out? (laughs) That's that scary (laughs) shit. Uh, I I think... Whenever you work at a company and they tell they like try to crack down on people like chatting during work or like becoming like fast friends because they don't want you to like bond together and then one of you gets fucked over and the entire workforce is just like, all right, see you. <laughs> I remember when I worked at a place and the service they were contracted uh, that did freight for them, 30 something drivers quit all on one day yes, sir. <laughs> and it was it was amazing because they told us well you're gonna kind of just wait around for these trucks to get here and then we, we took like an hour break and then me and another guy we had written availability that we had to leave at a specific time so we left before the trucks even got there it's like sorry guys you're stuck here all night yeah that's that's why I don't understand why any company pays their employees the way they do. You know, like if your workforce just leaves, your company comes to a grinding halt. You know, if that fucking HR rep, if that uh, single chair on the board is just like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Business as usual still keeps going. The company still keeps making money. You know, the cogs are still spinning. So profit's still coming in just because somebody up there got a fucking wild hair up their ass doesn't change anything and those places but, are even those positions are even easier to replace right but like your employees the people on the ground doing the work like damn why aren't you paying them better <laughs> why aren't you like doing stuff to like make their time there more like enjoyable or tolerable i don't understand it yeah and it also goes along with you don't need there's a different set of skills you need for either side of the position it's easy to find you can pull anybody out of whatever office space you can get and replace certain things but if you have like especially long-term employees Mm -hmm. there's a workflow that's established because of those employees you lose one person and it just could be derailed Mm -hmm. 
like where I work now, our, our workflow is pretty much built from the ground up from the department doing it. I mean, granted, it's a growing company, but if any one of us were to be gone, it wouldn't be easy to replace any of us, especially because there's just so many things. Because I started when it was smaller, so as it expanded, more things got added to it. You know, like when we got a new guy, he was literally learning something new every single day. For now, he's been there, I don't know if he's been there three months, literally every single day learned something new. That he never encountered before. And I had it all just stacked in my brain because You've been there I, I've so seen long. it all. I've, yeah. you know, <laughs> I've seen it all. We know, you know, entire list of troubleshooting, you know, all this other stuff. And it made me think like, wow, I never realized how complicated this job could be sometimes. Not even complicated. Just it's just this compound effect of all these different processes that we have that I just sort of were along the way that I just sort of picked up. And it's like, oh, yeah, what do you do? When you come across this, do this. When this happens, do this. And then there's sometimes we're like. I'm going to wait for time to explain this fully because this is a lot more complicated than can be just taught in five minutes. Yeah, that's why, you know, it's also a sign when long-term people leave a place. Mm -hmm. That's a real sign like, okay, this person left, something's not right here. Yeah, if 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 it's not like okay, so they've been there a long time, which means they have an established history there of not being a shitty employee because they'd have been gone if they were. So when they when they leave, that's why I always ask, like, who's who's the last person that left this company? So, oh, somebody who'd been here for a couple of weeks. OK, no problem. You know, the, oh, this person who'd been here for 20 years just quit up out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck happened? You know, it's serious. It's like some giant policy change, some some structure change. Maybe they just finally after 20 years, are like, nope, it's too much. Like, I don't know. But there's a reason for it. A solid reason. Uh, a be wary reason. <laughs> a reason they're not telling you about. Also, you know, it just seems like a, a higher up can just walk into a position. Yep. Oh, this is open. I'm just going to take this job. Where you know, some places have you know, the, like the multiple interview process. I did a multi interview process once, and it was bizarre. And it was just for a receiving job. Mm-hmm. And I was really confused. Like, like you had to do the phone interview, and then another interview, and then I had to meet with the store director. Why? What? I hate that. Yeah. It's. No, being hired and being fired is such a terrible process for for the common worker. It needs to be simplified. And that's not even, you know, we're not even into the top of like temp workers. Yeah, that's that's a whole other world world unto itself. I did that once, once. And I was like, no, never again. Direct hire. I talked to a temp agency once. Actually, I was with a couple of friends and we all went like, hey, we want to get a job together. And then they said, we have this position open today, second shift, if you want to go now. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> we were we have all this energy, but like not today. <laughs> I guess shit I want to do. <laughs> I think we were hoping it'd be the next day. <laughs> that is wild, though, that the, the a temp agency could just be like, yeah, we got you. You start to today it was this one place that had three spots open damn <laughs> specifically they had enough spots hey this spot's open you guys can all go over there we're like nah damn i might i might have took that just just to <laughs> three, three open spots at the same place with two of my homies hell yeah <laughs> i have the car so i think i drove us so we could have all just rolled up like, all right let's go guys <laughs> day one let's go we, we carpool it's great it's fantastic as long as nothing happens to my car we're fine <laughs> right I don't even think I owned a car at that point. I think I was borrowing uh, one of my parents' vehicles. God damn. I don't know. It's just this really strange dichotomy with the, the quote-unquote professional positions and then just the general cogs in the machine. It's a fucked up world, man. 
You're you're the uh, the the worker drones making sure the anthill don't collapse, and you just get stepped on. Yeah, it's shitty. It's unfortunate, but what can you do? Burn the whole system down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Flip it sideways, <laughs> or just you know, as we always say, you know, start an OnlyFans, sell them feet pics. I don't know about an OnlyFans. I th- I feel like it's getting oversaturated. <laughs> Everyone, so many people have everyone's only fans got right an OnlyFans, and I'm like, damn, how much money did you clear in the last six months? Well, like eighty dollars. I might want to stop. You might want to think of something else. You know, if that or improve your marketing. It's either marketing or you're you're not you're providing the right or it's or it's pricing. Some people, I I can only imagine some people are probably like, oh, I can make a lot of money doing this, and then upcharge like way too much. Yeah, to understand though, like you're also like. You're competing with the whole fucking internet. Right. That shit's out there for free. (laughs) I saw some cosplayers say that what she did was just post free content on Twitter. Mm -hmm. She waited till she got 60,000 followers, then monetized. Mm -hmm. Because then, you know, people were like, all right, all this free content. I have no problem paying. Mm -hmm. It's all about the build up. You can't just start. You can't just start something that's instantly monetized and think you're just gonna like get something instantly. Yeah, that is, that is. I, I think that is a problem with everybody who's starting OnlyFans now because they're jumping straight into it instead of creating a fan base and then having that fan base be wanting it for a while and then being like, "All right, time for the OnlyFans." Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no build up. There's no hype. That's why I like films, video games, everything. They advertise for a long time before the product comes out people got to know right well on that note we're going to take a water break and then when we get back we'll talk about you know more things that are professional curses and we're back mm-hmm. professional courtesy professional curse mm-hmm. the double-edged sword the, ne- the next professional curse is I-, I was gonna say bonuses but we'll just talk about benefits in general okay i mean primarily talking about bonuses because you know you see you hear about these ceos all the time getting massive bonuses at the same time laying off workers yeah congratulations man you saved the company so much so much money by just reducing the amount of people we have to pay here's their pay as a bonus what (laughs) that is the most cannibalistic shit and it's not even necessary they don't need it (laughs) oh man 100 percent. if i get laid off from somewhere and i hear about like the ceo or whatever getting a bonus because because like all the cuts that they made I better not see you in the streets. I'm gonna beat that ass. <laughs> I'm robbing you. <laughs> yeah, you cash that check, you'll catch these hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or when you know bonuses get cut. I worked a job where a bonus got cut, and this particular establishment decided. Well, I guess a little backstory. The department I worked for was contracted, which was actually a conversion from working from the main establishment. Right. I know what you're talking so about. They if you don't want to name names, yeah. So they, you know. They would outsource a lot of departments. They cut bonuses only for contracted workers because they didn't think it was imprudent business practice to give us bonuses. What does that even mean? Don't reward us for being faithful employees? I mean, I guess because you're not their employees is their rationale behind it. But I mean, you're doing work for them. It's like not tipping the pizza guy because he doesn't work for you. He's still doing something for you. Okay, I'll give give a little bit of information about naming names. I worked in the food and nutrition department in a hospital right 
we were responsible for not only the cafe's food, but stuff also for like the employees for the, for and the, the patients. Uh, the, for the hospital. We're not getting bonuses. We're the reason everybody eats. <laughs> yeah, it just it blew my mind. Not imprudent business practice. So what? I bet I bet they gave the medical staff all raises. Hundred percent. They probably gave them bigger bonuses. Yeah, we don't we don't pay these trash people. Let's let's give you guys all the money. I mean, not to not to knock anybody in the medical profession. It's definitely important, but to just shaft all the the lower people in a sense. That's why I always feel like that when it comes to bonuses in particular, it's I see it as either everybody eats or nobody does. Like if you're going to give out bonuses, they have to make sense. They can't be like, oh, well, we're going to give this dude X amount of million dollars and we're going to give all of our employees a hundred bucks. Like what was Amazon did recently? They gave all their employees like a three hundred dollar bonus. It's like that's it. That's that's like like point. I think I think it was like point seven percent of Jeff Bezos's personal growth. Over the over the period or some shit like that. I'm like, damn, dog. You gave me a three hundred dollar bonus, but you don't want to talk about all the stuff that you don't offer them in general. <laughs> less than one percent of your profit. Less. Less than one percent. They literally do all the work. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's just mind boggling. But no, everybody wants to be like, hey, give us bonuses or raises. Pizza party. Three hundred dollar bonus for like less than one percent. He could have gave them like a couple bands each. No problem. No sweat. He could have just been like, here's $10,000, everybody, and still been fine. I don't I don't get that. I mean, on top of not getting anything when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. $300 bonus, that's a joke. <sighs> when it hit, the people that I know that like work there said something about like they got just like nobody got hazard pay. But when the hazard pay that start, started coming around in some fields, they're like, yeah, there's hazard pay here. It's like 50 fucking cents on the hour. I'm like, OK, that's not hazard pay. Yeah, I still really enjoyed hearing one of my coworkers talk about how their husband, they got a bonus. I don't know if it was regular bonuses for working, but they got a raise. And when she had to go back, he had to stay home to take care of their daughter because they didn't have any daycare at the time. He was getting paid full paychecks to stay home. Yeah, that's how you treat your employees. That's that's the type of that's the type of beneficial treatment that you don't get when you're on the ground floor doing the work. Yeah. And it's also I'm seeing a lot of the outrage when. They say someone someone will be out for an illness and they ask everybody, hey, can you donate your PTO so they, they're not broke? No, <laughs> it's um. so you expect all the other workers to just give away their own time off because you guys don't want to help out. Honestly. Hey, you guys want to donate your PTO to your coworker? No. How about you donate some of your ridiculous profit margin to my coworker? Fucking assholes. Yeah. Oh, and I actually saw something the other day. It was explaining don't round up for donations at any place to ask you because they're just using that and claiming the donations as them themselves and writing it off. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I don't do it anyway, but I definitely don't do it now because it's like, oh, you're getting a write off for these donations that you could make anyway because you have that much money. It was like not something that I took part in regularly myself, but now it's something I actively seek to avoid. You know, like I check my receipts to make sure that shit didn't happen. Like if a, if a prompt comes up and it just zips by, I'm like, you press a button back there. Are you trying to you trying to round up without me knowing what's going on? here? <laughs> like I'm alert now. Like, uh, that would be wild. I'll make my own donations <laughs> on my own time and write off my own taxes. Fuck this establishment. Uh, imagine, imagine if someone knew. <laughs> The commands and the timing to just like round it up without anybody noticing and they just repeatedly did it. I wouldn't be surprised. But then like, like, who are they helping? They're not helping them. (laughs) Yeah, I'll never understand that. Also, the other thing is like when they're like, oh, we'll round up your money and we'll donate it to this charity. You could do more for your community by just giving your friend five dollars. That literally goes farther. 
That's true. Oh man, that's five bucks. That's that's gas to get me to and from work for a whole day or some shit like that. Obviously not now for me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get I mean, like it might a... cost you five bucks for the, <laughs> for the like first halfway. <laughs> yeah, I'll just never understand it. You know, the higher ups who don't do the work get all the good benefits just because of their position. I don't mean to diminish people when I when I when I keep continually referencing people not doing the work. I don't mean to diminish people who are like engineers and like electricians and stuff and people people who do like clerical work or whatever. I mean like the tippy top of the echelon, you know, the people whose job is to walk around and be in meetings all day. To me, from from the from what I've been through and the way I see it, that's not work. You're just walking around and talking. If you don't if you if there's no potential for you to start dripping sweat, you're not working. Well, yeah, I mean also, it, it, it just we're speaking mostly to those industries where there's that that hierarchy, that that harsh divide. Yeah, every manager has their own manager, and the managers are never ending until you get to the final manager, the supreme manager. And the C, and, and it's not even the CEO; it's the bank they borrowed money from to start their company. Yep. Yeah, I would just love to. I'd like to put people in those positions on the floor with the workers and see, can you do this work? But hey, they give pizza parties, so can't be all bad, right? Uh, thank God for the pizza <laughs> parties. Mm-hmm. What would I do without a fucking pizza party except buy my own goddamn pizza? <laughs> I was hoping the second round of stimulus was just going to be pizza coupons. That'd be the, that'd be the ultimate. <laughs> the Papa ultimate. John's bailing out the country. <laughs> pizza coupons. <laughs> yeah, it's it, the only time I want to give a benefit is if it's some write-off. Mm-hmm. It's like companies who have like, they'll do a holiday party, just give everyone a bonus. Yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this thing. This uh, it's like a place I worked before. Every year they do um employee appreciation, where they'd have like a, like a beanbag toss and those dunk tanks and shit outside, and they'd be like, "You can dunk your group leader or whatever." And I'm like, "This seems like a waste of money." Why? Why do I want to see my group leader soaking wet in Michigan when it's like it could be cold outside? Like, I'm gonna give get that motherfucker sick for entertainment? No. Just, just give me money, <laughs> right? The time that I'm spending, not like not working, that that amount of money, just give me that. I don't care how small amount of it, uh, how small of an amount it is. It's like, oh man, employee appreciation. We're gonna give everyone an extra five hours on their paycheck. I will be infinitely more satisfied with that than any dumbass function that you're gonna spend thousands and thousands of dollars on. Or, or how about this dunk tank, but it's filled with sharks, and we put the owners in it. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah, that is really weird. I think the only time I ever really respected a pizza party was a supervisor did it. He got some sort of reward or something like that. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to spend it on you guys because you guys do all the good work. And it's like, oh, this is cool. He's a supervisor. He only has such a high a position in this company. So for him to do that of his own accord. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I appreciate stuff like that, too. Or like when all my coworkers are like, hey, you guys want to like get together this Friday and cook all this shit or order all this food or whatever and we'll have we'll just fucking throw down on our lunch break this weekend and i'm like yeah hell yeah <laughs> has nothing to do with the company so i enjoy it <laughs> yeah that happened recently potlucks that's the word i was looking for yeah it happened recently where we i had gotten something like that or it wasn't like the the manager doing it it was my manager hey i'll get you guys pizza there was a period of time where like myself and a couple of my coworkers bought a bunch of fucking steaks and burgers and we ate we did that for like a couple <laughs> days straight that was pretty cool. <laughs> that, that's a, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, but it was you know it was our money. You know we we paid for it and we found the time to do it and all that. I mean, hey, yeah, no one can tell you no, and if they do, it's like you know, kick rocks. It's our money. 
Yeah, I just I always find that really strange. The, the ways they avoid paying some real money to show appreciation. That's the real appreciation. Dollar signs. No one cares about whatever little party you want to throw. How can we show our appreciation for you? Pay me more. Well, besides that, well, then this conversation's over because you're not willing to do the only thing that I will appreciate. <laughs> or have a better structure with, you know, vacations. Because that's just... What about other conveniences that are afforded to the uh, the upper class in the workplace? Generally speaking, when you're like a laborer, you have a very strict attendance program, right? But when you're up there, you're afforded certain liberties, I'll say. You know, you could show up late and they're not going to fucking bat an eye. They're just going to be like, sorry, he's running late for this meeting. It's no biggie, you know. But you're running late for fucking showing up and clocking in. It's a it's a goddamn issue. A couple of times and your ass is grass. Oh, I worked at a place you had to clock in at the exact time, not a minute before or a minute later. Or, you know, they can take time off. Yeah. And be cool with it. Yep. You know, so many people don't want to take time off because they're pressured into not doing it. Especially at a place where it, if it doesn't roll over and you're just screwed. If you can take time off without it directly negatively impacting the day's like work, then I kind of don't respect you or your position. That's how I like to put it. If you not being here won't change anything, then why are you here? Yeah, it's to, it's to manage everybody else. Gotta have someone micromanaging. You know how many times they have people, they they have entire fucking workplaces that are like, we don't have anybody in here, any managers or any uh any salaried employees here for today or tomorrow so y'all just kind of got to figure it out and they did no problem two days no like no supervising shit still got done i mean middle management's kind of a joke anyway it's a relic of the past it's not necessary Mm -hmm. and most middle managers i come across are garbage anyway like their position's the only saving grace if it was if, if they were basing their merit on their actual work ethic you would look at it like how are you even remotely in this spot Mm hmm but yeah, but but if an employee is gone, it derails the entire operation. It's like maybe we should just have the one extra person who makes it so that it's not like that. If you didn't stack your employees the absolute minimum for processing, things wouldn't be an issue. You wouldn't have people running around with like a chicken with its head cut off. Like, oh no, how what do we do? How do we solve this problem? I absolutely love when a coworker calls in sick, right, and then like their manager or whatever has to do their job for the day. I fucking love that shit. I live for it. I love seeing them out there doing the job. Oh, cause they hate it. Yeah. Cause they're like, I didn't fucking get to this position to be out here. What working (laughs) (laughs) doing the job. Such a crazy concept. Every time manual labor, it always reveals what type of person you're working under. You know, it's the type of person that chases a promotion, not because they really want it or they really want the money. They just want to get away from the work. They want to be lazy. That's why I'm fortunate enough to have a supervisor who is willing to do the work and jumps in if necessary and can actually do everything we do. That's the one thing I've noticed like throughout all the years. A lot of managers just don't actually really are actually good at the job. That's what I'm saying. Got You got to start from the bottom. Or just get a crash course training week. Like you're gonna do this job before you run these people, so you know what it's like. All right, it's about that time for another water break. Yes, and, sir. Uh, when we return, we will rant more on how the higher ups at every corporation suck. Mostly, <laughs> they mostly most suck. Mo- most mostly. workplace uh, managers, owners, not all of them, but the special few out there who aren't trash. Yeah. you're my favorite. I like you. I don't know you, but I like. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
And we're back. Back once again, talking about the professional courtesies, which are really professional curses. Mm-hmm. This last one has been, it's been debated since forever. Since I mean, I don't even know how time. long. This is not a time. <laughs> Eons but we're going to talk about how it's not hard to figure out, I mean, well, first of all, salaries. It's really not hard to find a CEO's net worth or his salary. Even some manager positions, they'll give you an idea like, you generally make this much. Mm. When you're on the ground level, they want you to be hush about what you make. And they tell that to everybody. If they give you a raise or whatever your starting pay is. Don't like, discuss your wages with your coworkers. Yeah. That's a red flag. It never made sense because it's like, are you not paying everybody the same? Well, I mean, obviously not. Especially any position where you can negotiate your starting wage. They don't want people to know that they just got fucked on a raw deal like hard. Yeah, that's true. Not me, though. You start up working anywhere I work, I'll tell you to the penny how much I make. I do not care. Yeah, it's it's amazing because especially if there's a place that doesn't have a clear salary structure Mm -hmm. where you can kind of assume what people are at based on the process. But if you don't have that, there are people who don't want you like don't tell them what you make. It's like, why? Why Why not? not? Maybe they want to make that much if I'm making more. If if they like if somebody were to ask me, oh, how much money you make? And I tell them flat out and they're like, damn, that much? I'd be like, yeah, the the general uh, assumption is that they also want to make that much. So at the very least, they're going to start picking my brain and be like, so what can I do to get myself into your spot? I'm like, well, first you quit and then you come back and then you negotiate a better wage. (laughs) (laughs) That bumps you like two years down the line. You don't have to wait for raises now. What also goes along with the thing, some places would do the power move. If you threaten to quit, they'll just give you more money. Mm -hmm. Oh, you couldn't start with this. Now I'm leaving. You want to pay me this? Yeah. Or it's like you said, people brag about their overtime and all the money they make in overtime. And you're just flat out. That's how much they can afford to pay you. Yeah. And whenever a company's paying you overtime, I'm like, okay, well, are they ever stressing the point where like all this overtime is going to cause us to sink if they don't like preach that all the time. And you can't see that the company's actually hemorrhaging money to overtime. Then you know that that is what they can afford to pay you. Like they've done all their calculations. So that is what they can afford to pay you without causing any issues for them financially. So that is what you should be at. And then overtime, Overtime should not be a concept. There should also be enough people to wear overtime as it necessary. That's, that's how or I feel. Don't take about on it. that much work. Like any any position where it's like, all right, your overtime wage would be like twenty one dollars an hour or something like that, right? Be like, okay, why don't you just pay your fucking employees twenty one dollars an hour? I guarantee you, they'd be in there working their ass off every day, every day, because that's more than they've ever made. I've also found shift premiums really odd. Like the second shift premium, third shift premium, first shift. Generally, you're up earlier than everybody. Why shouldn't you get? <laughs> why shouldn't you get that kind of pay too so i understand it i disagree with it but i understand it you know uh it's because everyone wants to be on first shift and in, in that you know in in their general like hiring demographic i want to say you know if they have people with kids then they want to have the first shift so they can you know handle the they can work while their kids are off at school or whatever you know, so there's a there's a preference to it. So they're like, we can get away with this um, or people don't want to switch to the other off shifts. So they're like, well, we have to incentivize people. For me, I'm like as a person who, who has preferred second shift pretty much my entire working life. I've always been like, why are you paying me the most for the shift that makes the most fucking sense? Like, if anything, I felt like first shift should have got the premium. You know, because I'm like, fuck that early morning crap. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to be up at 4 a.m. every day and then, you know, choke down some coffee, rage through fucking traffic and get to work and be like stressed out and stuff. 
early ass in the morning. No way. That's what the shift <laughs> premium should be for, for dealing with that. Uh, I've, I've always loved first shift, but that's because I like the rest of the day, mainly for the kinds of things I do. It's like having the rest of the day. Because like staying up late and getting up early, I've never had an issue with. Staying up late and then having a later day, I just, I just can't, I can't wait to go to work. That's my problem. And you don't want to sleep during the day. That's part of why I can't like function on third shift. Second shift is just, is just a slightly later morning for me. And then, you know, third shift's awful. <laughs> I spend like during the day, either at home away from people or at work away from people. Cause I don't want to be out in the world with all those other people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Back to wages. I think the, the one thing that was really eye-opening and kind of changed my whole mode of thinking in regards to what I get paid was when I worked at the hospital and I got promoted. I worked in the dish room and then I got promoted to the kitchen. I didn't get a raise and my work and attitude started to show it. Then when review time came because of my attitude, I didn't get a raise because they're like, yeah, we've noticed you've acted this way because, and we've heard it's because you haven't gotten a raise. Yeah. Getting a raise is a matter of opinion. You gave me a promotion. Is that not what happens? <laughs> you expect me to do more work, more work for the same pay and it really chipped me out when it was going around i was telling people to quit which these conversations weren't that they could have been interpreted as that but they weren't and then the higher ups were there so my manager at the time pulled them aside talked to them about giving me a raise and then they started off it wasn't started off but the conversation they said we understand you didn't get the raise you were supposed to get and i just was like i'm not gonna start anything about this i'm not even gonna talk about it i'm just gonna let this happen because that that blew my mind what i wanted to be like what do you mean that i should have gotten I understand that you didn't get the raise that you were supposed to get. I, I, oh, my God. You'd have been able to see the anger in my face, but I would have held my tongue. I'd have been like. Yeah, because I was giving I was giving excuses on why I shouldn't get paid. And it's it problem food services. They they have that kind of prove yourself mentality. It's like, dude, we work at a hospital. This isn't a restaurant. Like, don't treat it like that. Honestly, I wanted to be like, give me money or I'll hit up HR and tell them about all the stuff that you don't want them finding out about this place because there's plenty of it. But I don't play that game. There are people who did, and I won't know one person in particular who got his way because he played that game. But I was like, nah, I'm not trying to be like that. And then after that, I just decided I'm never asking for a raise. That shouldn't be my responsibility. I shouldn't have to ask you to pay me more. It's either built into your structure or you can recognize that I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. That's why the people who are like, well, if you feel like you should get a raise, ask. No, that's not my job. There, There's people whose job it is to figure that stuff out. You're putting the onus on the person who's in a position where if they ask for a raise can be terminated because they asked for a raise. You know, that that should never you're 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 taking the advantage. You know, it's like you're preying upon people. You're like, I don't have to give out a raise if this person doesn't have the confidence to ask me for a raise because they know that I don't want to give them a raise. So they're not going to ask me for a raise, you know. And then if they do, you're just going to say no anyway. Yeah. Or you're going to fire them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And that's one reason they don't want people talking about raises because they there'd be a lot of questions. That line would be so long when plays like, oh, OK, so let's do some renegotiating. Then they look out their office door. The entire work floor <laughs> has stopped and is lined up and is like, hmm, uh, I'm not leaving your office or this line until I get paid like everybody else. I'm like, you goddamn right. Or when they, or when they, or when they do um, a change in structure of raises, raise the starting wage, but don't give everybody else a bump up. I never understood that either. Oh, we're raising the starting wage. Okay, so where's the like commensurate change for everybody else that's also affected by you know the rising cost of living? I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with like, I understand the people who say, if there's debt forgiveness, I won't be mad because I paid it off. I can understand that sentiment. I, I have a little bit of a problem because I paid mine off, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to rage over it. But when you sit there, raise a starting wage, and then don't compensate me the exact amount that you're bumping up, that's really messed up. Because, oh, especially if you started at less of a wage 
and you've been through multiple changes. I remember there was one company I worked for, and I hadn't worked for there for a while. There was something going on where people were saying that they were new hires were contracted to be there a certain amount of time and it was around the time where a wage change happened that wouldn't that they wouldn't get so it was keeping them there so they don't quit and try to get rehired for a higher wage i don't know all the deals i don't know how true that was but i heard that and was just like that's really shady any place that like contractually obligates you to be there a certain amount of time just don't even bother Mm -hmm. or any but any place that gets you asked you to sign anything upon quitting or not quitting getting fired or if they do hand you a paper to sign, read it in full and, you know, refuse if you have to. Yeah. <sighs> Don't let them hit you with the, oh, well, we can't issue your final check until, <sighs> oh, yes, you can. You absolutely can. And you're about to. I actually saw something really cool where it said when the topic of wage comes up in an interview, when they ask, because well, they'll ask you, what would you like to be paid? Some places do that. Or they ask what your or they ask what your last job you paid was. They say, ask what have other people been paid in this position? Because it kind of sideswipes them because what are they going to do, lie? <laughs> I actually worked at a place where... I just hit them with dumb numbers and see how they react <laughs> personally. Like, uh, uh, up, uh, the last time I was asked, you know, like, well, what, what would I like to be paid? Uh, I, I straight up in the interview was like, I'd like to be paid $50 an hour, but, you know, that's not exactly feasible. <laughs> and then I just end it right there. <laughs> They don't even know what to do with that. It's like, oh, what? Dollars an hour. And I'm like, so uh, where are we working? <laughs> like, what's, what's, what's going on here? You know, or like, when they, I've I've straight up lied. You know, if they ask me, well, how much were you paid at your last job? Oh, eighteen fifty an hour. I was not even close to that, but it's, it fucking sounds legit enough. <laughs> well, why are you coming to here? I like this place. Yeah, I worked at a place once where a friend worked. They basically lied to me about all the stuff that was going on because mm-hmm. this person kind of was a pathological liar and I should have known better anyway. But I just, I just needed to leave the hospital. So I took this job and he told me what he made and he told me I should be getting that. Found out it was a couple dollars less. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I brought that up, the general manager was like, he shouldn't have told you that. And my first thought was to be like, oh, really? Why not? <laughs> But then he gave some nonsense excuse of why he got paid that or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. Oh, he shouldn't have told you that. We paid him more because he negotiated for it in his interview. No, I think that the way they did did things was it had changed. They got, I I don't know if it was minimum plus commission. And then it changed. So they like found a way to compensate compensate for it. So that's how that happened. And then I came in after the fact. And it was funny because there was somebody who had worked... I think it was like the logistics department. It was all like the warehouse stuff. And he wanted to leave that and he wanted to come work in our department. And he told them he, he would get starting wage, even though he'd been there for years. And he said, all that tells me is I can just walk into anywhere and get the starting wage. And this dude could function on the POS system on a manager level. He he knew how to do things managers couldn't do. And he was basically told, yeah, you you get the starting wage. No, worth more than that. Yeah. But this dude, this dude was a joke. He also married his daughter's best friend, who's over twenty years younger than him. Oh, dude, there's a yeah, that was a whole thing. She also worked. She also worked at the store. That's fucking what? Yeah, marries his daughter's best. He basically married his own kid. That's <laughs> yeah, fucked. wild, huh? Yeah, that was a that was a whole thing. That was a that was a fun. Uh, married his daughter's best friend. I'm never. That's seared into my memory now. <laughs> yeah there was all sorts of crazy things and that company was failing and after i left not too you know sometime after it, it's actually it's been demolished 
the store itself because it got closed down. I mean, this is a failing company anyway, which why it's still alive is mind blowing. I don't know. So it'd be like that sometimes. It's like how, you know, they're trying to bring back Radio Shack. Why? If I don't know. It's, it it's going to be online, though. <sighs> it's like what Toys R Us is doing. Like, Toys R Us came back. It's just all online now. Yeah, I thought Radio Shack? Really? Why? They're really trying to go hard with the nostalgia thing. We're going to bring back Radio Shack. Why? Because we remember it. But are you actually going to buy anything from there? Because last Radio Shack I remember going into had an extremely limited supply of all the shit that I did not need. Well, the first thing that saved them was Sprint bought up all their locations so they could put Sprint stores in them. Yeah, I don't know why people try to keep these dying companies. Yeah, that's a that was our rant today about the fun things that higher ups and companies get that the really should be going to the you know the lower workers, which you know the backbone of the entire operation. Not just the backbone; it's the whole goddamn skeleton and the muscles too. Yeah, the blood flowing through the veins for real. Yeah, the, the, the higher-ups are the useless organs. They're the appendix. Mm-hmm. No one knows what it's really for. But if you fucking pull it out, problems. <laughs> not even. You get removed, it's fine. You know it I'm just saying like, it's not like something that you can just... You like you have to have a fucking whole ass surgery. To oh, do yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it just bursts for no reason. Mm-hmm. Man, I spent way too much time working general labor jobs. I do recommend it, though. You get you got to do it for a little while just so you know, because I've noticed if you do these kinds of jobs, you know not to go back mm-hmm. when you get out of it. You don't want to go back. If you do, if, if you find a way to avoid it and do something cool, you know to avoid it. But if you were to ever have to go to it, oh, you'll be so underprepared. It is definitely not a fun environment, especially in the in the landscape nowadays of how workplaces work, because it's only getting worse. This pandemic's proving it. Yeah, I don't. All, all the people that had to work through it, you know, in conditions that are not, you know, safe, you know, the, the oh, we'll social distance where it makes sense to social distance. And you're still, you know, right next to your coworker, stuff like that. I'm like, after all this is said and done, I really hope you look at your employer in a different light and realize that they really don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Don't ever let them call you family. Hate that. Shit. I was hated. We're that. a family here. I don't even have a real family. What do you mean? <laughs> I've always hated that because it, it's basically saying you should justify, we can justify any toxicity in the workplace because we're family. That's how you're supposed to treat your family. And it's like, no, our generation is proving that that's nonsense. And a lot of people have taken it there to where it's like, no, I'm not going to deal with even my family treating me like garbage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's today's episode. Hope Another you enjoyed fun, it. Yeah, hope, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. Hope you're riled up. <laughs> Ready to we, go. We hope we inspire some employee strikes. Mm-hmm. You know where to find us. We're everywhere as far as streaming is concerned. Not everywhere. There's a couple places we aren't that I might have to go set up still. But. You can find me in your dreams. <laughs> yeah, do all the things we usually tell you to do. Follow us on all the things. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitch. Well, you specifically on Twitch. Ah, uh, you're just not. You just haven't launched yet. Oh, I haven't launched <laughs> Twitch. We might have to do a prefer not to say Twitch at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure out how to. I got to figure out because let's take some planning and scheduling. I, I need to settle into this house first and mm. my schedule. But yeah, you know, follow us. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is at PNTS underscore podcast. Find me separately at, at BTQ Paul. My buddy over here at DMS underscore Brodo Bird. Bird. Yes, sir. And then Twitch is just Brodo Bird. Yep. Twitch is Brodo The Bird. official Brodo Bird. The only Brodo Bird on Twitch. Yeah. End of the year is approaching really quick. It's the end of November, which means it's 
Christmas time. We got snow for like a day. Yeah, we got snow for a day. Not going to lie. It had me a little shook. I was like, God damn it. I was really <laughs> hoping to have a green Christmas. <laughs> we might still. You never know. All we know is we'll never escape Mariah Carey during this season. Every year. <laughs> Every year. fat paycheck she's getting just for that one song I, it's everywhere i generally like my coworkers, but as soon as this season rolls around and they start blasting all i want for christmas i'm just like i want to hurt you so bad right now <laughs> yeah i mean and we, and we'll probably only have a few episodes left of the year mm-hmm. God, we have to do something special i say that about we do have something special planned we're not going to mention it right now though just if, you, if you've been following along you're going to really enjoy it this next episode actually if it is next i don't know we might have to do that next because it's it's the end of november so maybe in the next couple weeks yeah once again thank you everybody for your you know listenership oh don't forget to buy merch we didn't say that the last episode buy merch from our guys at lavish media designs yes sir especially holidays coming up they make great gifts oh yes we got we got t-shirts hoodies stickers masks clearly covid isn't going away so you know buy up the masks well, that's it for today, everybody. And as I always like to say, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace. <laughs>